You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. All right. Hello, everybody. I am here with one of my awesome friends, Joey. Say hello, Joey. What's up? What's going on, everybody? So we are here for an awesome series of interviews that I promised you guys called the Create Your Life or Create a Life That You Love interview. And I brought Joey on here. He's one of my best friends. And tell him him what you do, Joey. What do you do for a living? So before I tell everyone, I just want to say thank you to Tudor uh, for being uh, not only an amazing friend, but uh, really putting your passions into reality, putting them into action. Uh, It's very inspiring, and I feel really just honored and blessed uh, to be here. And I'm really grateful for this opportunity. So just seriously, thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely, man. It's a pleasure always to speak with you. You're a very inspiring person yourself. So, you know, if you guys, Joey is a personal trainer, but that doesn't even describe the fullness of what he does. <laughs> He's actually helping my mom right now. If you've been tuning in at all to my uh, blog or anything like that, uh, my mom and all of us, we we're kind of putting together a little transformation program for her to really get her back into some healthy habits. So anyway, Joey's been helping her a lot with that. So that is something I'm really grateful for, uh, for you. So thank you so much. It's made a huge difference in her life. Absolutely. So like Tudor said, I am a uh, personal trainer. I've owned my own business, Optimal Performance Training, for going on 10 years. Uh, So as that has uh, grown, uh, I've started to become a public speaker. So I do public speaking now and uh, personal development coaching. So those are my three uh, kind of areas that I would consider my profession. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, and it's one of the things about the theme of this podcast is creating a life that you love. And that can be anything from doing personal development coaching to let's say you you want to have a family, you want to have the ideal schedule per day, you want to be in a life where you're creating, you know, art all day, you know, so what is whatever it is to you, you know, it's about what actions can you take to create that life today for the life that you want tomorrow that you want five years from now. And it's a constantly evolving thing. You know, um, sometimes we know what we want, right? We know what we want ahead of time. And sometimes we, you know, we have to kind of stumble around a little bit and that can always change. Did you know as a kid, you know, when you were a kid, was it something that when you look forward into your life, you're like, man, you know, I really want to get into fitness or personal health or I want to do seminars. Yeah. It's crazy because, uh, I, I didn't. When I was a kid, you know, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was an adult. But what I do remember is that I've always loved reading, I've nice. always loved writing, and I've always loved sports. Hmm. And I didn't know how that was going to play out in my life. I had no idea that I would be who I am today and having the opportunity now to blend all those things uh, in a creative way. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was... Uh, 17, when I was 17 years old, I got a job at a 24 hour fitness Nice. and I was a front desk counselor 
uh, are checking people in. And then I became a sales counselor. And then I started to get to know the personal trainers there. And then I finally was like, oh, hey, what do you, how did you become a trainer? Tell me what you need to do. Right. And one of my biggest mentors to this day still, his name is Greg, and, or two of them, Greg and Brandon. Uh, hey, you know, this is what we majored in at, at college. So I switched my major to exercise science and wellness mm. and went to ASU. And there we go. Little by little, it just yeah. adds yeah. up. It, it's, I think it's so crazy how, and this is something I, I always talk about myself, is that being actually a person for myself, I always look forward to something in a very certain way. Like, you know, for the longest time in my life, I always knew like, okay, this is what it's going to be. I love having a little bit of certainty in my life, predictability, knowing exactly where I'm going, that kind of thing. But <laughs> I've learned, you know, through many experiences that most of the time it's never like that, you know, and even even with something that you're really into or really passionate about, life throws you obstacles, not not to discourage you, but really to fine tune. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. you might start a path, you know, working for 24 hour fitness and then that's going to lead somewhere else. I started as an English major in college doing music theory and English. I loved writing too. I loved reading and writing. And then I moved to psychology. Then I moved into teaching dance and, you know, and now I'm doing podcasting and growing into uh, uh, something, you know, whatever else the future holds, you know, but I, I can relate to that. I can really relate to that. So with your with your career as it's grown, obviously you, you're independently, you do this independently or do you? Yeah. So right now, so I have the OPT and that's ran out of the East Valley. And then I've partnered up with these guys, uh, premier fitness systems out in North Scottsdale. Okay. And that's where I train at right now is out at uh, premier fitness systems, Got it. but the personal development coaching and the public speaking that still falls underneath of the OPT, like that branch. Got it. That's th your that own is. thing. Yep. yep. So with your, you know, doing those types of things, you know, motivational speaking, personal development coaching, I always say that if you want to learn something the best, you teach it, you know, like, I like, when that. You, I like that. you know what I mean? And it's, it's definitely true because when you teach it, you have to relate information to somebody who doesn't know what you're talking about. And that requires having to understand multiple angles of the thing that you know. And being able to relate it in a different way, which means you have to understand other ways that people see information. So I think teaching is a fantastic way to learn something. If you're passionate about learning, teaching is the way to go and sharing with others. So with your relationships in your in your path and creating this life that you that you love, that you're you know sharing it with others, how has how has following this journey changed your life and your relationships around you? And if you can also share. Who was maybe some of you mentioned some mentors? Who are some yeah. people who are really integral in supporting you and creating a life that you love? So, this is a very interesting question. And I think that this might, for me, it might be relatable to a lot of, of people because I did not have any support from my uh, family. You know, um, I. I didn't come from a very stable background, right? You talked a little bit about certainty and you've always kind of liked to have this certainty. Yeah. Whereas my whole upbringing was nothing but uncertainty <laughs> right. and chaos and um, just not knowing anything. Yeah. And so when I decided to open my own business, my family was just like, oh, cool. Like, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, sure. You know, when, if, when I wanted to go to college, whatever, like we're not going to mm. pay for it. We're not going to help you just go. Right. 
So they were very indifferent. They weren't like, don't open your business or don't go to college. It was just more like, whatever. Got it. And for a long time, I was really resentful and angry at Mm. all of my family. You know, my brother, my sister, my parents. Look at me. Look at me. I'm doing all this. I'm doing this awesome stuff on my own. I'm the first, you know, kid to graduate high school. I'm the first kid to graduate college. I'm like opening my own business. And you guys don't even care. There was no reaction. Yeah. And I would get really mad. And some of my closest friends uh, that helped me get through this is, you know, one of my best friends, Dustin, Mm. uh, was a really big supporter of me. Uh, And then my clients, you know, my clients were the ones that believed in me. My clients, Joe and Sabrina, uh, this guy, Max, Marty, they were the ones that were like, you should do this. Like, you can Mm. do this. You got this. And as I started to grow and kind of find my groove and when I started to actually become the person who I am through personal development coursework, you know, that's where my friend Marlo and I credit my friend Marlo with pretty much saving my entire life. And she's not only still one of my best friends today, she's still one of my biggest mentors, Hmm. you know, and I have another guy, John, I have another guy, Andy, I have a lot of my friends now who have become my family, Got it. right? But then full circle my relationships with my family, they're not perfect, but they're so much better. I don't have any more anger. I don't have any more resentment. What I do have is an understanding of where they were in their lives when X, Y, Z was happening to them. And it's really humbled me because I'm like, man, here I am, this selfish freaking person. I'm so mad at you and I'm not even considering, holy crap, you have your whole world of whatever you're going through time right i get it i get that now and so my relationships with again with my family they're not perfect by any means i don't think anybody's are (laughs) it's way way better and a lot more healthy and that's something that you've created yes that's really the important point to mention that maybe for them nothing has changed Mm -hmm. or we're you Mm -hmm. know doing whatever they're doing but you have the power to flip that Mm -hmm. and you change that through through the work that you did yeah and And so if you're a person that's like pursuing their passion or you're creating this life of transformation, you might have a really messed up family situation or you might have crappy friends or right. But it shouldn't stop you from still doing it. When I decided to jump or decided to, Hey, I'm going to do this. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And as I kept going down this path, I started to, Oh, here's a genuine friend or, Oh my gosh, this guy wants to mentor me or this woman wants to mentor me. They want to give me advice. I started finding people that saw something in me that I didn't even see. And I think for people who are wanting or I'm trying to transform to become a new person or take on this new idea, when you start to do that, the people that don't support you will disappear and the people that will, will start to show up more and more and more. Exactly. Taking action every day. And I think you really pointed to, I think, one of the most important things, which is the value of your relationships and creating a life you love. It's in, integral. We've all learned that in all the seminars and everything yeah. we've done, <laughs> is that relationships are, you know, a key component in creating a life that you love. Mm-hmm. It's it's investing in the people around you, listening to them, exchanging, you know, ideas, exchanging help for yeah. different things. So I think that's a really important uh, point you bring up. And I from my personal experience, what I've noticed is that my relationships to people has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. The people that I hang out with, the people that I talk to, the people I consider my friends, the people that I look up to, the people I want to surround myself with. There's so many different people in my life now than 
five years ago, yeah. 10 years ago. It's crazy. It, it, it's unbelievable the group of people that I have around me now than when I was 23 years old or 19 years old that I thought were my friends or I thought were my family or, or whatever I was, again, going through. And to see the people not only that I had to let go of right. that I didn't want to, but I did because I knew I needed to get somewhere that was going to put me in a better position for success. Right. And I had a really amazing conversation with my mom. I had a face-to-face conversation with my mom. It was the most powerful conversation I've had with my mom. I recorded it. I put it on YouTube. Yeah, I and, remember that actually. And, and we talked about it. And because I used to get a lot of flack from my family, like you left us, you you know, you didn't talk to us. Hmm. And I told my mom, like I said, I had to get out of the family because it was such a toxic environment. Right. It wasn't because I never loved you guys. At the time, I was really upset at you guys and I was angry mm. and, you know, ah, uh, you know, I just didn't want to be around you. But I knew I could not be around you guys because you were so toxic. Where now who I am, I can be around my family. Yeah. I can hang out with them. I can talk to them. I can see them and it's not going to knock me off and send me into some downward spiral. Downward spiral. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and she understood that. It was like the first time that we had to actually got a chance to talk about this with no barriers in between. Wow. And it was really powerful. And I just looked at all the relationships in my life that, cause I talked to a lot of people about when I'm doing this personal development stuff, the relationships in your life are really important and they can either help you move forward or they're just going to keep pulling you back oh, yeah. and Absolutely. pulling you back. And we always feel guilty like, Oh, well, Tudor's my best friend, but he keeps being, a, you know, he keeps lying. He keeps being deceitful. <laughs> he keeps being manipulating. But right. but he's my best friend, so I'm gonna keep hanging out with him. Codependent Ver- versus cycles, like, yeah. nah, man, like Tudor, you're a cool dude, but you keep doing these things. I-, I can't even be around you anymore. Right? People, for whatever reason, they can't get out of that web. Yeah. And that goes for friendships, relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, uh, working relationships. Yeah. It's very interesting to see people that are struggling and then the people that they're surrounding themselves with. Uh, I, I think that more people need to spend more time analyzing the relationships in their life and removing the emotion behind who this person is for yeah, me in my life. You absolutely. know, absolutely. That that we're kind of addicted to that emotion, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. that social recognition or whatever it is. So, well, to kind of move forward with it, you know, you've had some really, you've touched on a lot of things. You know, this this interview again is about creating a life you love and. I, I realized how many interesting friends I have who have really cool <laughs> lives, and you're definitely one of them. Uh-huh. I want to ask you about, you know, your career again. And obviously, you know, we live in a world that's constantly changing. It's it's not the, I'm going to work for a place for 30 years anymore. You know, we're moving in a direction where, especially in the service industry, you know, personal training is a service. You really have to have a diversity of assets, of skills. You have to be able to you know, move in different directions and, and handle your appointments, hustle, create a, create a life for yourself. You know, what, obviously a little bit of that is some opportunity or seizing the opportunity of the moment, a little bit of luck per se for all of us. We, we each get a, a drop of that. What was one of your big breaks? What can you say if you look at your life, what was the time when you said, you know what, man, I, that really helped me succeed Like this one moment? Or you kind of mentioned you were at the, the gym that you, first started at and that kind of launched you and in, in, in a different ways meeting with people and things like that so yeah i think there's been a few big breaks yeah and the first one would be that i just so happenly worked at the gym right and as i was i was at the gym for four years mm-hmm. uh as a trainer before i decided to jump ship 
And when I jumped ship, there was a chiropractor that offered me a spot in his chiropractic office. It was a 150 square foot room. And he said, hey, uh, I have this space. I really like the way that you train. Would you want to train inside my chiropractor's office? And I was like, yeah, I knew I didn't want to be in corporate world. I don't want to sell your supplements. I don't want to sell right. all these sessions knowing that these people are never going to get their money's worth. Like, I don't want to do that. Right. So I was like, yeah. So I made the jump. And then when I was there, I think I had about 13 clients at the time. And it just so happened as I was in this little space, uh, like on the fifth or sixth month that I was in this space, it just so happened all my clients decided to re-sign in one month. Wow. And I said, okay, well, I could use this money and get into a bigger spot mm-hmm. or stay here. And I just decided I want to go a bigger spot. So, <laughs> so that, you took a risk. Took a yeah. risk, did that. And then it wasn't until a few years later where it was my biggest failure. Mm-hmm. You know, my relationships in my life with women were very toxic. Yeah. And I, and I was in a really low spot. And I went out to eat with my friend Marlo. And that's when Marlo told me about the landmark hmm. and I took the landmark education that totally it not only changed my entire life, but it changed my business, my outlook on business. And that was yeah. the start of the whole public speaking, the whole personal oh, development. That's like what launched me to a whole different Got direction it. and with a different understanding of who I am as a personal trainer, who I am as a person now and taking my failures and these lessons and trying to help others learn from my mistakes. And if I would have had someone like me when I was 15, 16, 17, I wouldn't have, you know, struggled so much through my teens and twenties and not only struggled personally, but I caused a lot of people, a lot of, uh, emotional damage, like big time. You know, I made a lot of really hurtful mistakes towards a lot of different people. Mm. And if I would have picked up on that sooner, i probably could have avoided a lot of those. So I, you know, my biggest break was my biggest failure, but I got lucky enough to know Marlo and have Marlo tell me about this course, you know? It's funny how one thing leads into another. Um, You mentioned a couple of things, you know, failures. Failure obviously is something that we have to deal with, you know, creating a life that you love. I think another integral part of that, you know, we mentioned relationships. There's obviously many dimensions to it, but one of them for sure is failure and how you deal with failure, how you how you bounce back from failure, how you treat it, how you frame it in your mind. What are some of the, I guess this is kind of related, but sacrifices, you know, you had to create a lot of sacrifices on top of the things that you're doing. And obviously being successful demands your time, it demands your attention, it demands failing in a lot of different ways. So if you can share about some of the sacrifices that you've had with your life, in your career and in the you know life that you've created for yourself with the motivational speaking, with training, with personal development, what are some sacrifices that you've had to accept or had to work through? Um, some of the ones right off the top is uh, the image of who I thought I was or needed to be. Hmm. You know, when I decided to go down this path and open my, even when I was 23 and I decided to open my business, You know, I stopped going out. I stopped going to clubs. I stopped spending money on clothes and shoes and watches. And, you know, I said, okay, well, all my money needs to go to this. Hmm. You know, and that kind of, that sacrifice, that theme carried on forever. But I got, oh, I don't need those things. What I want to invest in is my business. I want to see this. You found it more rewarding. Way more rewarding. Hmm. 
Mm. I started to sacrifice my quote unquote fun time, mm. right? Of like, oh, well, instead of going to this gathering or party or whatever it might be fun, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to read this book or I'm going to set up a coaching session or I'm going to go to this week long seminar or this weekend long seminar, right? Um, you're sacrificing TV, you're sacrificing time with, you know, your girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever, right? It's like you're sacrificing these things because I want to invest in myself, which ultimately is going to be better for my business, which is going to be better for overall being able to inspire and hopefully help others along the way. And, And what's hard about sacrifice is that you don't want to do it and it's not instant. It's like, I'm going to give up, Mm. you know, going out permanently. Well, what is the benefit of that? And here I am now. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I, I I would have stopped doing that when I was way younger. You don't feel the benefits right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's, what's hard and, and giving up the sacrifice and the things that you don't want to give up the most. Mm. Right. And that goes into other personal challenges that I've done with, you know, I gave up TV for an entire year. I w- I'll talk a little bit about some of the other challenges that I did, um, you know, practicing celibacy, yep. a, a personal choice, completely going sober, uh, giving up caffeine, like these different sacrifices that you don't really understand why you're doing them at first until year two, year three or whatever. Mm. Wow. Like till the process has really changed. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. Creating like, different I, results. Yeah. Yeah. You start to look at things differently when you give up sacrifices, your lens starts to change. Hmm. And that's what I've really realized when it comes to sacrifice is that I know that it's going to polish me off in a way that I couldn't, if I don't give this thing up, which is going to help me see things completely different in relation to myself in relation to others and in relation to the world. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a really important point. You know, I think that in the world today, we have kind of lost touch with sacrificing. You look at a lot of the ancient cultures and stuff, and sacrifice was, there was always a, a sacrifice for the next level. That You know, if you became a, a man from a boy, you had to sacrifice your comfort, go out in the wilderness, you know, fight a bear yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You if you're do. a dad, you got to f- sacrifice your firstborn child. Right, <laughs> right. So, I mean, some of them may be a little too extreme, but, you know, it's it's interesting. I have a personal question for you here. Somewhat of a personal question. It's not too, not too deep. Ask away. Ask away. You know, I always like to get a little more vulnerability in these things. So what currently right now, what's one of your biggest recurring obstacles in, in creating a life that you love and how do you accommodate for it? How do you recover from, from this obstacle? I think my biggest obstacle still to this day is me. Hmm. You know, I, I'm really hard on myself and I know that. But it's for good reasons. You know, I have a hard time staying organized or um, paying attention to detail. That is something that it's like I'm a like I like to see big picture and visionary right. and I have a, an imagination and creative. But it's like, hey, you need to sit down and you need to file your taxes. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> the worst and, thing in the world. And and that kill it kills me. Right. It kills Draining. my business organization. It kills my financial uh, stability. Right. You know, it creates a lot of stress in my life. And so I see these things. And so now it's more like being aware of them. And taking action to say, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z, and then implementing a plan and doing that. And I'm getting better and better at doing that. Mm-hmm. But that's me. It's 100% on me. Right. And that that's why I say my the biggest obstacle still is just those kind of character flaws yeah. or weaknesses that I have that 
you know, because of who I am and I've been able to do a lot of things, it's very easy for me to kind of brush those under the rug right. and be like, oh, we'll worry about that some other day or, you know, that doesn't really matter. And seeing how that has been such an Achilles heel for me has been a really hard pill to swallow. Right. But now I, I'm approaching it in a different way of like, okay, if I want to be here, I can't just jump there anymore. I have to work out the details. I have to really articulate my plan. I have to have others, you know, hold me accountable in a way that I haven't before. Uh, and so that's for me what I'm kind of working on going through the past, you know, three or four you months. You know, and I think it, I think it, it just pointed to something without mentioning it, but I can relate to you because I feel similar way and it, comes down to patience i think it's one of them is really patience you know oh, man, patient. i have no you know, patience and it's like I'm, I'm similar way you know and i think that all these things like details and structure and being able to go with the process it's all it all comes down to patience you know patience is just being able to go step by step because when you're creative especially if if you're listening to this and you something about creating your life you love speaks to you chances are is that your mind is running hundred miles an hour you see the future really easily you create big picture ideas but the problem with that is it really gives you a lot of impatience because you already see the result in your mind it's instant i can mm -hmm. i can say you know what man i want to go to hawaii right now and i can instantly picture it all the details two women feeding me grapes whatever <laughs> <laughs> on a hammock but you know the point is it's already there in my mind so if your mind is is very easy with visualization with creativity patience has to be the balancing factor and some people for them the structure part is more uh you know intuitive they're very easy with the step-by-step -step process but you know for them it's exploring the courage to think big you know so i think we all have a part that's missing in a sense not that that we're incomplete but a part that we could learn from and i can relate to you on that with the yeah patience the, and we talked about this before the podcast started a little bit of like me and that's kind of like the whole patience thing. It's like when I put this vision out there, or I put this idea out there, I want it to happen like now. Right. And when it doesn't, it's like I don't have the patience to wait for it. So I abandon <laughs> the idea or I abandon my plan because right. I'm like, oh, new plan. Yeah, that new one plan. didn't work. Yeah, it didn't it's didn't work. like, Joey, it's only been a month. <laughs> Chill out, man. You know? Yeah. You know, it's, it's so true. Um, okay. So I have another question for you here, which I think was pretty cool. You know, you, you obviously have had a lot of experience in this. So, Anybody who's looking to get into your career and who maybe already is in your career, you've been doing this for what, 10 years, you said? About 10 years. Yep. So, or training. I've been training for 14 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So you've been doing it yeah, for a while. Yeah, for a while for training. And then the personal development coaching, kind of public speaking. Yeah. About six years, I would say, when I kind yeah, of really awesome. started doing it. And what advice would you have for people who are curious to get into that line of work or maybe who are you know, a couple of years in, two, three years, they're, they're relatively new. Maybe they're going through some of the same struggles you did. They can relate to this. What advice do you have for them? So for the training area, you know, I see so much. I One of my biggest seminars or coaching topics I do in public speaking engagements is about body image. And the human body, as amazing and miraculous as it is, it's not just how it looks. That people need to understand that the human body is it's so amazing other than just what do you look like yes the aesthetics of it is great i got that 
But if that's what's driving you because you want a nice body or you want to help people get bigger biceps, you're missing the point. And I didn't, I didn't realize that when I was young training. Mm-hmm. And now where I'm at now, it's like that's the last thing that's really driving people. It's like what do you what what's really going on on the inside that mm-hmm. you know the human body is nothing but a vessel for your spirit. Mm-hmm. And when people make that connection, it's like, man, I, it feels good that I have control that I can walk or I can get up and down the stairs or I can go running and my heart is healthy, my mind is healthy, I can feel my lungs fill up with air. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so much more in tune with me and my body. Mm-hmm versus oh i have a six pack and that's all that it's about right so if you're young it's a reflection and you're, yeah. of the inside yeah and if you're young getting into it understand that you're going to be dealing with people's emotions mm-hmm. not just how they look mm-hmm. it, it's so much deeper than that and i never i didn't realize that when i was 19 years old this is when i kind of whoa what's what did i get myself into when i was 19 years old i had a 40 year old woman break down in the middle of the <laughs> workout for crying because she didn't like the way that her body looked and wow. her husband would say things about her and she needs to do this. And she was just crying at 19 years old. I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. It's like, uh, yeah. I'm not equipped with these emotional tools right. to help you. <laughs> and I don't know what your husband says to you. But in that moment I realized, holy crap, like people are going through a lot more than just, Hey, I'm here to work yeah, out. It's not just about fitness Yep. in that moment. Huh? When it, when it comes to personal development, in coaching, I think for me where I'm way more comfortable doing this now and speaking about it now is because I have not only people that have got some serious results and, you know, give me testimonials and, mm-hmm. you know, proven over the test of the past 10 years or whatever, but you have to speak from your own experiences. You know, anytime I work with someone, I don't try to coach people that I have no idea about. I'm not trying to coach you on your marriage. Right. I'm not trying to coach you on how to raise a kid. You know, I, I don't, I'm not trying to coach you on how to balance out your portfolio and make a million dollars. You know, and I think from what I've seen, a lot of people that kind of get into this work, they want to be, they want to know all the, they got to have all the answers to everything. Hmm. And instead of being who they are to true to who they are, yeah, and sharing this, their is experience. Know, this is what I know. They try to outreach or they, hmm. or they, um, they, censor themselves to i think i should sound like this versus man if you were to just talk to me in a room uh this is exactly how it sound got it and i think when you can speak from your own experience with your own wisdom that you have learned through experience being vulnerable with whoever you're working with and know that your your toolkit that you have you're going to have a lot more success not only when you coach people but when you speak to people when you engage in people and you're going to have real transformation not oh i feel good for a week and then i'm back to doing my old old stuff yeah it's based on something authentic absolutely it's from, absolutely from your heart um well joey we're pretty much coming wrap wrapping this up you know what right now you you're a personal trainer you're doing all this career stuff anything else you want to mention for your uh you know what do you do you travel a lot i know recently you went to peru you know creating a life you love obviously there's in my definition of it the word life encompasses all of your time on this planet, you know, and that means a variety of things. It means, you know, your career, you're contributing to the society. That's really important. Uh, your relations with your family, your friends, you know, your trips. If you want a, a trip to Europe, you can create that, you know, that kind of thing. So is there anything else in your life right now that you're really psyched about? I know you're developing some more of a personal training or personal development program, anything 
else that you're really excited that you're creating I in think, your life? Yeah, I think for me, um, these seminars that I really want to get kicked off, these weekend-long yeah. seminars that I'm able to share the tools that I've uh, gathered along the way. Um, I'm really excited about that. Cool. Community service work is always something that is, you know, uh, really meaningful to me. So that's always a part of what I'm trying to do. We just got done uh, this last Friday making pizzas for some uh, less unfortunate kids out in the Phoenix area at oh, St. Nice. Vincent de Paul. So we got a group of people. We were making pizzas down there. And so, um, you know, travel, service, laughter, hanging yeah. out with good people. That's part of the daily things. But as far as project goes, uh, my seminars, I think, are what's uh, for me, 2018 is I want to do do these seminars. Sweet man, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you all right? Last question: What is the biggest thing that you are grateful for right now? Oh man, let me. I gotta think of something that isn't like cliche. <laughs> like, oh, I'm grateful for grateful my life for the air that yeah. I'm breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I'm grateful for right now is that I am aware of the obstacles that I put in my own way. And I'm seeing how that has caused me to have the same type of stresses and problems in my life, that I'm aware of my Achilles heel in a way, not like, you suck, Joey, but right. like, hey, if you want to get to point Z, yeah, in an objective you got to do these things in now. Yeah. Whereas before, I never had that. Yeah. And, and you're at a time in your life where you're still relatively, I mean, you're what, 30? 33, yeah. 33. So you're in a prime time right now because you're young enough to be still good energy, health. That's what I love about my 30s. Like you said, the awareness because you still have the vitality to be able to act, to create action in your life. Because sometimes, you know, we might be 60, 70 and start to discover ourselves. Yeah. And it's never too late. Don't get me wrong. It's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. But there is something to be said about developing awareness the sooner the better yeah absolutely you know? absolutely and so i am grateful that i have the awareness to see the this achilles heel that if i learn and work and have patience mm. that it will help me get to that next level of, of where i want to be um so that's currently what i am most grateful nice, for man well i'm very grateful for you being on this uh episode of creating your life you love so Joey's an awesome. You want to plug your stuff? Tell them where they can find you. I'm not a huge uh, social media person. <laughs> I got I got an Instagram and I got a Facebook. So my Instagram is at OPT Fitness. That's OPT as in Tom Fitness. And then my Facebook is Joey Bellis. Uh, so yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to our episode on creating a life you love with my guest, Joey Bellis. He's awesome. Stay tuned. Share it with your friends. We're going to be having some awesome episodes coming up with a variety of different people from all sorts of walks of life, people in nonprofit, in corporate, artists, personal trainers. Uh, I have actually quite a lot of interesting friends, I realize, so I'm really looking forward to sharing them with you. And, of course, Joy is one of them. So thanks a lot for tuning in, and we'll check you out next time. Take it easy, guys. You're listening to The 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7